When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Box Trick. I am your host, Matt Brady. Joining me as always is Tiffany O'Malley. Tiffany, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I just uh, I just turned to dirty 30, guys. Just Woo, yeah, dirty happy 30. birthday to Tiffany. Do you feel any different? Not a bit. <laughs> other, I mean, other than being pregnant, of course. I'm sure that no. different than yeah, the no. rest of the... No, 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 no different. I mean, honestly, it's all about uh, you're only as uh, old as you feel. Right. And so mm-hmm. even though I'm pregnant, I still feel like I'm just like a 17 year old kid. <laughs> Woo. All right. Mm. OK, guys. Well, um, first of all, I want to give a quick shout out to Vincent over at the uh, level 99 uh, RPG podcast. Um, he had he had me on his podcast uh, Monday. We recorded. I don't know when it's going up, but just a really cool dude. He's been one of our listeners uh, for a good while. Been hitting me up on Twitter, and he uh, runs a podcast as well. And so it was kind of cool podcasting with him. So just want to say thank you for that. And uh, <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, let's uh, go ahead and dive in here. So this is our gotta catch them all a Pokemon adventure series. This is called episode four into the dark so last time we had a shocking battle with the lightning american lieutenant surge and this time we're going a little dark going dark we're going zero dark 30 here as we (laughs) head towards uh head towards lavender town so Mm -hmm. okay as you pull the plug on lieutenant surge The next place to go is Lavender Town. The quickest way is through routes 11 and 12. Unfortunately, a Snorlax blocks route 11, but you should still go as far as the lookout station where you'll meet up with one of Professor Oak's aides. After you've talked to him, turn around and head towards Diglett's cave. I didn't put in here what he gives you, and I kind of forget. Maybe I do have it in the notes here somewhere. I think it gives uh, you enough item finder the item finder yeah. yeah yeah so in the in the guard towers you will find um professor oaks aids and mm-hmm. depending on how many pokemon you've caught he'll give you things they're uh, they're all nerds with glasses mm-hmm. and white coats so mm-hmm. you can't miss them <laughs> yeah so um what do we have here so this is route this must be route 11 oh gosh i didn't have they didn't have my notes set up properly Really, I guess, for this one little section here. But anyway, in okay. this route, you have you can find with Pokemon Red or Blue a Spiro of thirty percent, Pokemon Red a Ekans of forty five percent, Pokemon Blue a Sandshrew of forty five percent, and a twenty five percent across the board chance of finding a Drowsy. If you have, and then in Pokemon Yellow, you have a forty percent chance of catching a Pidgey. And Tiffany, I'm going to go ahead and let you, let you do this these next ones here so we can talk just about how ridiculous pokemon yellow is again oh jesus okay so (laughs) in 
the yellow version, you have a 10% chance of catching a Pidgeotto, mm-hmm. a 25% chance of catching Rattata, and a 1% chance of catching a Raticate. So, like, do you even have to, like, evolve Pokemon yourself in Pokemon Yellow? Or I'm thinking do you... no. Yeah, I'm starting to think no. Yeah. So. Because yeah. why do the work when they do it for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. I uh, know. <clears throat> All right. So, a Snorlax, guys, is in the way, which rightfully so because, you know, he's tired. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I think there's two Snorlaxes you'll find mm-hmm. in, in this area. Yes, yeah, so um, I kind of did the Pokemon, the Pokedex a little different this time. Um, okay. so, the, so I have the Pokedex information, and then I also have just a little summary about the Pokemon and whether or not they are good or not. So to know, let you hit up Drowsy here. Oh, okay. So we've got number 96, Drowsy. So it says, Drowsies are great. They're reasonably sturdy, and their special is high. Like many Psychic-type Pokemon, they can learn Psychic, which is a very powerful Psychic-type move, especially with, um, I don't know what that Stab. means. With Stab, <laughs> which is something something um, somebody actually called me out for on Twitter for not using. I can't remember what it is, how we've how we forgotten to u- be using the real lingo. So Stab is special uh, special type attack bonus. So Dang, all right. Yeah. So stab is like um just the term if you're using like a fire type and you are going against like a grass type. That's that's just called stab. I like got you, have, you. you have that special type, yeah. So I've never heard it put that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, so, the, that's the, the real lingo. The real lingo. The po the Pokemaniac lingo. We gotta we gotta get on it. All right, well, y'all, if you're tweeting at Matt, you need to tweet at me as well because I don't get mm-hmm. those tweets. I don't get mm-hmm. the tweets to Matt. Come on. Mm-hmm. Tiff yeah. Swish underscore flick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so especially with Stab, that also has a 30% chance of lowering Target's special stat Dang. along with a couple of status moves, and they don't really need much else despite their decent move pool. The problem is that Abra Evolution families such as Kadabra and Alakazam has even better special and it has a much better speed, but with the drawback of poor defenses. Choice is yours: a fast glass cannon or a sturdy support Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, and then the Pokedex info for Drowsy. Yeah, so it says if your nose becomes itchy while you're mm-hmm. sleeping, it's a sure sign that one of these Pokemon is standing above your pillow and trying to eat your dream through your nostrils. Whoa. Talk yeah. about nightmares. Real weird. Yeah. I've never been a fan of Drowsy and Hypno. Yeah. He's yeah, kind of like Yeah. He's he's kind of a poor man's psychic type Pokemon in uh generation one, I guess, because yeah, there's just Alakazam is just a better thing to go to. But I guess yeah. um Hypno might be better than say Kadabra going as you as you progress them and if you don't have anyone to trade with yeah because the only way you, you can only get alakazam through trading mm-hmm. then he might be your he might be your better bet i mean but at, at end game of course you just use mewtwo so right right yeah 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 so. um i got a drowsy in this area by the way i don't know if i said that last episode because i think mm-hmm. i did this before I think, you, I think you did yeah we yeah we, we kind of got split up a little bit here in our in our routes we took um anywho um, this area is, and I believe we're talking about route two or route 11 and 12 here. Yeah. This in area is entirely optional 
since you can just use Diglett's Cave to cross back to Route 2 to get HMO5, which contains Flash, a move you have to use for the rock tunnel to light up the cave so you can navigate through there. But you might want to stop by and grab yourself a Drowsy, who we kind of talked about. Probably not the best Psychic Pokemon type, but it, the Psychic type Pokemon around, but it's still pretty good to pick up if you need a Psychic type on your team. Uh, there are about 10 trainers here, so you can take down at some of the gamblers, who I found really funny. Uh, they're like these old guys and just they were like I'm a rambling gambling man I was like yep. there, buddy. yeah and they were using like fire type Pokemon so that was super easy for me with my uh, <clears throat> with my uh, Blastoise mm-hmm. who, who, who was his, I, he leveled up and I evolved him into Blastoise um, for the massive amounts anyway the massive amounts of cash they keep on hand also a good uh, place to catch up on your Pokemon's level Ch- uh, note, checking the lone bush that a uh, youngster is facing will yield you an escape route. Rope. Oops. <laughs> Either way. Either way. It's escape pretty much rope this. leads to an escape route. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So the guardhouse to the east is open, but a sleeping Snorlax is blocking your path. I, too, feel like a Snorlax right now. <laughs> so you can go upstairs Um where you can get an item fighter from one of po- Professor Oak's aides if you have 30 or more Pokemon. But that doesn't, that does mean species. So it's not total. So you can't just like jack up on a bunch of Caterpies and think that you're going to mm-hmm. get an item finder. Mm-hmm. So you have to check the owned number on your Pokedex. And you can also trade a Nidorino for a Nidorina in red and blue or a Lickitung for a Dugdrio in yellow. Yeah, but that seems kind of lame because you can just Who's go catch got lick a tongues at this point. I think in yellow, I guess. Maybe later you can you find them. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I put in a couple of notes here because yeah. last episode, I uh, you know, this brain of mine, mm-hmm. I just like was like trolling on out of there. Totally forgot to get my bike voucher, mm-hmm. so that's why I texted Matt earlier today and i was like so i'm gonna have to play a lot because Mm -hmm. i don't have the things i need so i went back i got a bike voucher Mm -hmm. um dropped off magic carp at the daycare on the way Mm -hmm. got my bike and i ended up catching a meowth after i had fainted that one last time oh yeah and then i traded my spiro for a far-fetched okay so i did a lot (laughs) yeah I feel like I've been kind of lackadaisical in my Pokemon catching these past few times. Oh, okay. Um, and so I haven't really caught a lot more Pokemon, but I have like evolved Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, we'll get to that. But um, anywho, uh, with Route 12 blocked, you must take the roundabout route to Lavender Town. Digless Cave connects with Route 11, uh, connects Route 11 with Route 2. Emerging near the Viridian Forest, head north to Pewter City, then east to Cerulean City in Route 9. Now that you can use Cut, be sure to visit the secret lab behind the Pewter City Museum. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't do it either. Kind of forgot you could do <laughs> kind of forgot you could do that right now. Well, we can I get fly and then we'll go I, back. Yeah, I thought you had to do it later after you went to the Pokemon lab like Cinnabar Island. Well, I guess there's I guess you can do it, but that's when no you because yeah, because that's how you get um, you yeah. get one of the, your two fossils, and then you also can get uh, oh god, what's Aerodactyl? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've always just kind of done them at the same at the same time. But yeah, I guess you can get like Kabuto or Omnimite right now. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So okay, so Diglett's Cave um got some Pokemon here. You can uh, go ahead and capture. So really, it's just Diglett or Dugtrio. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you have a 95% chance of catching a Diglett or a Doug Trio and, and all of the games. And then you have a 5% chance in all of the games of catching a Doug Trio. So um, Diglett's Cave connects to the west side of Route 11. Uh, this path is pretty simple, but abundant dig, uh, Diglett and Doug Trio can be so annoying. So remember, mm-hmm. flying types are immune to ground-type attacks. Yeah, you're going to be fighting a lot of Diglets. Yeah, so, I yeah. Uh, I caught a Diglet. Couldn't find a Dugdrio. Couldn't get that five percent. I uh, I I I saw one right out the gate, and I was like, "Oh, sweet!" And uh, I was using Blastoise, and I was like, "My oh, Blastoise." Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe it won't kill him because he was like level twenty-seven. Yeah, but it it did. It and well, yeah. It did, yeah. So I was like, well. Is that that oh, stab thing or whatever people mm-hmm. are talking about? Yeah, so I guess I did, I, I did catch a Diglett, so I caught a yeah. Diglett. That's my new Pokemon of the week. <laughs> of the and week. I'm, and I'll never use him because Diglett sucks. Yeah, but he's adorable. Yeah. Question. Yes. D- look at Diglett's picture because I know mm-hmm. you're in the dock. Pink. Is it his mouth with or the one nose. white tooth? Or his nose. Yeah, I don't Ooh. know. I thought, I've always thought nose. Same here. Um, have you seen the Aloha version of Diglett? No, let me Google it. it. In the uh, in Pokemon, yeah, Sun and Moon. It's basically Diglett, but he's got like some hair. He's got like a little. Shut up. He's got like Real? Homer. He's got like Homer Simpson hair going. No, that upsets me. Oh no. Oh it's well, like that's not, okay. It's not. It's not really that different. Yeah, it's just like it's just, it oh, makes it look like a tree or something. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's just cute. Uh, yeah. but did you see the Dugdrio? Yeah. It's got blonde hair on all of them. Is that real? I don't know. I that's think upsetting. So. Oh I think gosh, so. I gotta get off that page. Ooh. Yeah, it looks. Anyways, like that's, real. that's weird. <laughs> all right, so number fifty, Diglett. So. Diglett and its evolved form, Dugdrio, are among the best Pokemon in the game. What? <laughs> okay, that's news. That's news. Well, they do get Earthquake, which you're about to mention. Earthquake's pretty freaking boss. Well, I, I do have to say, I do enjoy the move Dig. So they're fast, and they both get Dig and Earthquake yeah. by level up, and they have offensive stats to use them. So it's probably the best ground-type choice in the game, Particularly in red, where there are no sand shrew. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. See, I never knew that. Guess I know yeah. now. Guess, there you go. Yeah, I have my own All ground. Right, type. So, I have a, yeah, I have. A, I use I use Nitto King. He's poison and ground, so it's kind of like. It's true. I guess if you just want pure ground, maybe. Yeah. There's probably like, some people listening, being like, "Dude, Dick's sick." Dick's sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay i guess i guess i don't know like well tweet to us tell us what you think yeah. also tell us please is that diglett's nose or mouth yeah we I should would run love a poll. to know we should run a poll you should totally run a poll i'm saying nose i'm saying nose as well but it's like it's a thing guys yeah all right so with Diglets between levels 15 and 22 and Dugdrio between 29 and 31 this is a truly amazing place to level up pokemon especially in flying water and grass types such as level 10 squirtle you get from vermilion city and yellow jesus where it can catch up with the rest of the game's level expectations quickly here pokemon in the pidgey spiro and zubat families can level up fast as well as farfetched gyarados and butterfree beware of the dugdrios however as their 120 
base speed will allow them to use, usually, excuse me, go first. Since where you're possibly at right now, they're usually slightly higher levels, thus they definitely will go first. Usually with dig. And it can hit very hard with stab power, <laughs> especially along the high or a high critical hit rate. Beedrill, by the way, is not a flying Pokemon. They are bug and poison, so they are still vulnerable to ground. Yeah. Wow. I guess I never realized Diglets and Dugtrio is that good. So now are you going to yeah. use yours and power it up? Maybe. I mean, if he's that good, I guess I, I just never, yeah. never thought of it. Yeah. Underrated Pokemon. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Doug Trio, I guess. So continuing on with number 50, Diglett. Um, Diglett are raised in most farms. Mm, okay. The reason is simple. Wherever this Pokemon burrows, the soil is left perfectly tilled for plant crops. So uh, the soil is made ideal for growing delicious vegetables. Wow. Okay. The more you know. The more you know, Diglett. Yeah, never, never thought so. So, uh, also here, number fifty-one, Doug Trio. Doug Trio are actually triplets that emerge from one body. As a result, each triplet thinks exactly like the other two triplets that work competitively uh, or cooperatively. Excuse me, to burrow endlessly. Endlessly. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of weird. You can also um, trade in this area for a Mister Mom. You can trade an Abra for a Mister mine here so i'll do the poke catch an abra yeah if you can catch an abra so i'll do the uh pokedex intro here and then tiffany will give us the stats mr mime is a master of pantomime its gesture and motions convince watchers that something unseeable actually exists one of the uh once the watchers are convinced the unseeable things exist as if they were real that's creepy yeah that's scary Ooh. Okay. So, Tiffany, should we use a Mr. Mime? Uh, let's see. So, number 122. That's a high mm-hmm. number jack up there, Mr. Mime. Mm-hmm. All right. So, since it's an easy trade, if you're able to get the notoriously hard-to-catch Abra, hello, I failed mm-hmm. again, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I went back and tried. Uh, you should definitely pick up a Mr. Mime. It doesn't have many good moves, and it can't evolve, but its normal type status move, Substitute, in which it creates a clone that fights for it for 25% of its maximum health is pretty cool mm-hmm. for taking weak hits while not really being damaged. As far as attack and combat goes, Mr. Mime is decent, but not really an extent as in other psychic type moves. If you're looking for a psychic type that does good offensively, you might as well keep the Abra you would trade for Mr. Mime since it will eventually mm-hmm. have better special and speed. This is a great opportunity to take the sole Mr. Mime in the game. Ooh, mm-hmm. the only one. So make the trade anyway to have some of your Pokedex progress added. Just don't feel too underwhelmed when you go to use it in battle. Yeah, never use Mr. Mime. I will say um, they did add Mr. a Mr. Mime, a, a uh, where is it? In Diamond, they added Mime Jr., who <laughs> can evolve into Mr. Mime. And Mr. Mime has since been changed from pure psychic to psychic and fairy type. So actually, yeah. So actually now, like in the newer versions, Mr. Mime's probably pretty boss. Yeah. I don't like the fact that they gave him fairy type as well, though. Yeah, because now that he's fairy, he, um, 
man, he does he does he can okay. Do Jesus. Yeah, he can hit ghost, <laughs> he can hit dragon, he can uh steal, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Woof. Yeah, so Mr. Mime uh, actually in Gen 1, not that good, but now he's not that bad, so. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what happens since you can now, like, you have the Pokemon bank and you yeah. can, like, transfer Pokemon. So, like, I don't know what happens if you catch, like, a Gen 1 Pokemon and then bring them over to the new ones. Like, do they, like, do they now become, like, a fairy type or something? I would assume that they would stay whatever Gen 1 is, but that's assuming, right. you know? Yeah, so see, if, it's, if you yeah. use the bank, let us know. And Yeah, because also I know that the Pikachu in yellow, his stats are different. And so, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happens. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So. Okay. All, All right. right. Um, anyway, so back to Route 2. Um, when you exit Diglett's Cave, you'll be in a familiar place, the north end of Route 2, near the exit of Viridian Forest. Now that you have cut, the remainder of Route 2 is available to you, and you can collect items that you weren't able to get without it. The building south of the cave exit has a guy who is willing to trade you a rare Mr. Mime, as we just talked, in exchange for an Abra in red or blue, or a Clefairy in yellow, which I don't know if you were able to catch a Clefairy that... Um, in I yellow, remember. I can't remember. I have the notes, but it'd take too long to go look. And oh, you know what? Girl. Yellow, yeah, we don't want to yellow for cowards. So anyway, <laughs> further south. Hey, I will say what I talked to uh, 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 Vince, Vincent from that other the other podcast. Yeah, he was, he was saying he was like every time you bring up yellow, it's hilarious. He's like oh. not really, and he's not really super familiar with Pokemon. He's like I just haven't yeah. really played a lot of it, but he's uh-huh. it was hilarious. So I was like, yeah, well, it's going to continue happening. So uh-huh. anywho, okay. here, yeah. <laughs> Further south, there's another building in which you can get H, um, HMO5, which contains Flash, the item you came for. This is used primarily to light caves, but in battle, it will lower the accuracy of your opponent's attack by one stage. Its current owner, another one of Professor Oak's aides, will fork it over if you have 10 or more Pokemon, which you should definitely have at this point. Um, yep. Below that house are two item balls, which contain an HP up and a rare Moonstone. And there's only Ooh. there's only enough Moonstones in the game to evolve every Pokemon that uh, requires it mm-hmm. once. So yeah, don't have like two Nitto Kings or something if you want to catch them all. <laughs> I almost like Pokemon because you said catch mm-hmm. them. yeah. All right. Anyways, ha ha ha. While you're in the area, head back to Viridian City and cut down the tree in the lower left corner. Walk inside the area and talk to the man. He'll give you TM42 with the move Dream Eater. Which is fucking boss, by the way. It's a super Uh, powerful move. I did not get this move. I did not pick Mm. this up. Interesting. Um, It's a psychic type move that can be used to damage a target when it is asleep to restore some of the user's health points. Cut aside another tree in Pewter City and get the old Amber from the museum curator. When all that's done, either travel through Mount Moon. Why? Why? Or- yeah. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> if you hate yourself. Right. <laughs> or cut back through Diglett's Cave and head to Cerulean City. If the Cerulean City Pokemon Center was the last place you healed, you can use an escape rope or dig slash teleport. Use an escape mm. rope or dig inside Diglett's cave to quickly get there. 
Mm-hmm. Using cut, chop your way through Route 9 from Cerulean City, check into the Pokemon Center near the entrance of Rock Tunnel, then plunge into the Underground Passage. It emerges on Route 10, a very short route to your next destination, Lavender Town. This, may not, this might not seem like a roundabout way to get there, but it's the only way. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have an Abra or a Diglett. Or I guess I had a dig that I just didn't have it in my team, so I did not use dig or teleport, and I just had to take the the long way back. Yeah, same. So, uh, yeah, we have some new Pokemon types here. We have in Pokemon Red and Blue, Voltorb. And in Yellow, you have a Machop or a Magnemite. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is uh, Route 9 here. Um, the trainers here are abundant, but many of them can be avoided. You only need to battle a handful or two, but you might as well battle them all. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's a Pokemon Center at the end. This is as you're going into Rock Tunnel. Uh, make sure you get cut, cut, and teach it to one of the Pokemon there. So I kind of have all this kind of shoved in here since there's a lot of running back and forth in this section. So. Um, yeah, Tiffany. So let's talk about Route 9 a little bit before we hit up the Rock Tunnel. Yeah, let's do it. So um, above the number one trainer on Route 9 is a ledge with a tree on the right side. So you have to go around to reach the tree. But if you're examining it, you will find an ether. Mm-hmm. Um, to the left of trainer two, there is TM30. And the TM contains teleport, which mm-hmm. allows you to escape from wild Pokemon battles, the move always fails to work in trainer battles. So don't mm-hmm. try and use it. It can also be used outside of battle where you can warp to the last place you healed, um, which can be a Pokemon Center or a player's house. Mm-hmm. But before you enter the tunnel, you can hack aside the top bush and search um, the rock face above it for a super potion. Yeah, I try to search every single bush or tree or whatever. Yeah, and if you see, like, standalone rocks, always go up to them. Oh, yeah, always go to them. Okay, so there's a lot of differences here in what you can and cannot find here. So I'm just going to quickly plow through all of this here. So in Pokemon Red and Blue, you have a 30% chance of catching a Spearow, 45% chance of catching a Rattata, a 25% chance of catching a Ekans in red or a Sandshrew in blue. And then if you have Pokemon yellow, there's like 20 different Pokemon you can find. Oh, Lord, yeah. So you have a 10% chance of a Spearow, a 1% chance of a Fearow. What? Again. Yep, because, you know, why not just, you know. I'm I'm surprised it's not just Dragonite at this point. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Like you have a 1% chance, just try to catch a Dragonite. Okay. Here's your Mewtwo. Congratulations. Yeah, a uh, yeah, a 15% chance of Rattata, 4% chance of Raticate, 35% chance of Nidoran Boy, 5% chance of Nidorino, 25% chance of Nidorene, Nidoran Girl, and a 5% chance of Nidorina. Interesting. So then as we head over to the Rock Tunnel, there are two Pokemon types you're pretty much going to be looking for that you're probably going to be teaching Flash to. Mm-hmm. And that will be either Voltorb or Magnemite. 
Uh, Voltorb looks bizarrely similar to Pokeballs. Despite being electric-type Pokemon, they learn electric attacks with the aid of TMs. Instead, they learn normal attacks naturally, including the self-sacrificing self-destruct, which does a ton of damage. Once learned, this move should be used in an emergency or if you want to get rid of an imposing Pokemon that's giving you trouble. Probably the worst electric type in the game with their mediocre to poor stats other than their amazing speed their amazing speed stat although its evolved form is the fastest of any pokemon uh which is electrode uh voltorb number 100 was a was first sighted at a company that manufactured pokeballs the link between the sighting and the fact that this pokemon Mm -hmm. looks very similar to pokeball remain a mystery um yeah i've never been a big fan of voltorb and electrode um although he is crazy fast so he pretty much always gets to go first Mm-hmm. So his self destruct can be kind of useful, God, um, especially annoying. it's so annoying. <laughs> um, but basically, because he's guaranteed to go first, I don't know. I mean, he's not like a total waste of a Pokemon. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just he doesn't hit very hard, but you're pretty much guaranteed to go first, especially if you use like quick attack. Like, yeah, you're going, you're going first. So for sure. And then um, in yellow, you're gonna yeah. be looking at. Yeah, yellow only. Uh, number 81, Magnemite. Um, so the Magnemites available in yellow aren't as fast as their Voltorb cousins in red and blue. Ha! We got one up on them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but their mix of strong electric moves and normal attacks is more versatile than Voltorb's normal ones. Plus, with better stats and a high special, it has a good defense. They would be a good option, but you've already got Pikachu, right? Mm-hmm. So, if, however, you want to, like, not use Pikachu for some reason, probably to its bad stats, mm-hmm. then this is a good second choice. Mm-hmm. So, Magnemite attaches itself to power lines to feed on electricity. If your house has a power outage, check your circuit breakers. <laughs> you may find a large number of this Pokemon clinging to the breaker box. Yeah, and uh, Magnum... Uh... God, hold on. Magnemite turns into uh-huh. Magneton. And right. of course, in this game, he's only electric, but in later games, he is electric and steel. And then they also added um, a third evolution later, Magnazone, yeah. who's, actu- uh, who's actually not half bad. He has, um, he has double weakness to ground. He has a uh, standard weakness against fire and flying. Magnus or fighting 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 excuse me but then he has but then he has like half resistance against just about everything else interesting so yeah and then of course later there's like in the other games there's like abilities people have so he has magnet pull which prevents steel type pokemon from escaping um Ooh. and stuff like that sturdy so he can avoid being knocked out with one hit so actually not a half bad option in other games but in this game I, I still, for electric types, I would rather have a Raichu yep. or a Jolteon for yes, sure. And then, of yes. course, um, you know, uh, Zapdos later is probably yeah. the best. It's probably the best electric type in the game. So. Agreed. 100% agreed. Yeah. Okay. So the rock tunnel is the only way to get from Route 10 to Lavender Town. Unlike the caverns beneath Mount Moon. The rock tunnel is pitch black, and you must rely on the flash technique, which is HM05, to light your way. Use the labeled maps to follow the ladders through the tunnel 
um, to the exit. The tunnel has two levels, but there's really only one main path. Um, before I entered the rock tunnel, I uh, caught a Voltorb so I could teach nice. it Flash. However, yeah, I taught Flash to my Pikachu that I plan on using. Yeah, I, 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 poor decisions, Matt. Poor decisions. Well, I was kind of like, <laughs> what all, I was like, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, what all am I actually going to teach this Pikachu? I'm like, I mean, it's going to have Thunder, it's going to have Thunder Shock, and probably Quick Attack. So I'm like, you know, that that fourth move isn't super important. because yeah. um, I was like, maybe I teach it Thunder Punch, but. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I will say this: in my past, I have gotten through the rock tunnel without flash, Dang. and it wasn't that bad because you can see the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried it again this time from muscle <laughs> memory, and I was doing just fine, but I ended up dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I had to go back, and I got the Voltorb, and I taught it flash and went through. So that is also why I took so long this evening. No, it's okay. No worries. <laughs> no worries so okay here we go floor one into the dark (laughs) the wild pokemon in rock tunnel tend to attack more often than their above ground cousins and if you're being attacked every few steps it may take you a while to reach medical attention for that reason it's a good idea to bring either a pokemon that knows dig or plenty of escape ropes just in case you need to make a quick getaway if you don't have either of those this would be a good time to try repels which keeps wild weak pokemon at bay however pokemon who are stronger in levels uh than your lead pokemon can still ambush you i had um i guess i'll we'll uh Actually, we'll just I'll let you, I'll let you get through your part, and then we'll get to the Pokemon, and I'll tell you why I had no problem with this. So, okay, I do want to say that I just realized that uh, I can equate the Rock Tunnel in Pokemon to the Water Temple in and Ocarina so, of Time. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I just That's I hate fair. it. I hate it so much. And and just so you all know, I uh, I was doing this today. You know, right before we came on here. And I texted Matt because it was literally every five fucking steps. So mm-hmm. stupid Zubat. Yeah. I could not get away from them. And I, I had no uh, repels. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So if your starter Pokemon was Bulbasaur or Squirtle, you'll have a very easy time against the rock and ground type Pokemon. Yeah, that which is why I had a very easy time here. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that must be nice for you. What are you, yellow player now? Nope. <laughs> There are also some trainers with a few water-type Pokemon, so electric-type Pokemon does good against them. Bring a few uh, ethers or elixirs, potions, maybe a revive or two to make sure you can get through all in one trip. I um, apparently just didn't care. Went no, po- I had no potions. And I had nothing. Oh, me too. Um, I, just, I plowed through it. Oh, yeah. I skipped so many trainers in this because I just hate it so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm a proponent of battling everyone. Um, so the cave is very dark and your screen will turn almost black. So you won't see anything except for the walls that are a little bluish. The trainers aren't too tough here, but you can accidentally run into them. If you're not careful, you'll have to use flash, which is HM five, as we've been saying this whole time. If you want to see where you're going in here, it's possible to proceed without it. But if you do, I hope you recognize where everything is. If you want to avoid battle, walk a path that's far away from the trainer or that's out of the trainer's line of sight, which you can kind of do towards the end of right. the tunnel for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Um, Quickly blast through this. So there's two floors, but it's pretty much the same. Yeah, guys. It's pretty much the same each time. There's four Pokemon yeah. you're going to be seeing in here, regardless of the, well, I guess not technically regardless of the game. Um, mm-hmm. So 
in red, blue, and yellow, you have a 55% chance of running into a Zubat, a 25% chance of running into a Geodude, a 15% chance of running into a Machop, and then if you have red and blue, you can catch an Onyx, and if, um, well, and then the second floor, you can catch an Onyx if you have yellow. So, um, let's go talk a little bit. We've already talked about Onyx a little bit, um, but that was just when we played against him when Brock had him, so now you can catch your own. Yeah. But Machop, um, they're not a, they're not a common sight in any version. But anyone can track down and capture a Machop with a bit of effort. Machops are strong in attack and HP, and only get stronger as they evolve into Machoke at level twenty-eight, and then into Machamp once they're traded, making it a good Pokemon for physical sweeping. They, however, uh, however, have a rather poor defensive speed and special making them easy targets for psychic type pokemon and they only consider powerful stab move they have is submission hitmonlee is probably a better option especially if you can't trade but machop is available earlier and can still pack a punch and the machop's pokedex entry machop's muscles are special they never get sore no matter how much they are used in exercise this pokemon uh, has sufficient power to hurl a hundred adult humans wow I actually really like Machop into Machoke into Machamp. I like Machamp a lot. Um, I do think that Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan, I always go with Hitmonchan, um, is better, but that's just me. And we've already done uh, Onyx is Pokedex entry, but let's talk about him as a rock type, Tiffany. Okay. So um, Onyx is number 95. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhydon and Golem are better choices for rock and ground type, but Onyx is still a decent Pokemon to have. It has a massive defense and a mediocre speed, but bad HP, attack, and special, making it rather susceptible to water and grass attacks. It suffers from a lack of good move choices, but it may not be so good at hitting hard, but it takes physical hits well. Um, note, however, that due to its strength, capturing an Onyx with a regular Pokeball is fairly difficult, even with low HP. If you have trouble capturing an Onyx, you might want to choose to return with a stronger Pokeball later on. Keeping in mind, however, that despite its less impressive stature, Geodude's stats and move pool are superior. Mm, wow. Uh, yeah, I've never... Onyx has a crazy high defense, so early on he's okay. Yeah. Um. Really, if you if you're gonna be a fan of Onyx, you might as well just wait until you start playing Gold and Silver, or even later, um, because then you can evolve Onyx into Steelix, and it is a much more powerful much evolution. Better, yeah. And then, uh, even added later was a he gets a Mega evolution into mm-hmm. Mega Steelix, and Mega Steelix is actually pretty boss. Uh, um, unfortunately, Steel and Ground makes him susceptible to quite a few things. Um, so actually including ground, because uh, <laughs> steel, I think, has a weakness to ground type. Is that correct? So weird. So weird, yeah. So ground actually hurt him fighting uh, water and fire. So yeah. Did you see any Onyx in uh, the tunnel this time? No, I didn't. Neither I have I. Bef- I have before, but I I didn't. You you can catch a lot of them later in uh I think the the tunnel with Mewtwo. There's yeah. Like a, and later there's a touch, but yeah. okay yeah I've never been so yeah I actually I like Machop but I've never really been a big fan of actually I don't really use Rock Pokemon no. at all. Nor no. do I. No. Um, 
So here we go. Lavender Town is is renowned as the last resting place for many dear departed Pokemon. Every day, devoted trainers attend memorial services in Pokemon Tower, but lately the tower has gained a reputation for being haunted by malevolent spirits. You'd better conquer your fear of ghosts if you want to get to the bottom of this ominous mystery. So that's where you're headed. And uh, just quickly, we have a little thing here. Right once you get out of the tunnel, you're not there yet. You still have a little bit to go through here. Yes, but if you uh, have played this game before and you remember, you don't have to battle anyone. (laughs) So you're not out of the woods yet. Four more challengers await you in the southernmost chunk of Route 10. Fortunately, unless you want to get that little experience points, you can avoid them all by skipping off to the right. Don't forget Mm -hmm. to check the lone tree. Is that a tree? I always thought it was a rock. Yeah, I don't know. They, They look the same really to me. They do. I see a little in this picture because it's so yeah. much like better. I can see a little trunk, but I always thought yeah. there were rocks. Yeah. Um, check the lone tree or rock, uh, or you'll miss a max ether. Uh, yeah. I I'm always like donezo, so I'm always like I got to go to the Pokemon Center before I even mm-hmm. come back and try to yeah. try to battle these guys. Yeah. Um. So in the rock tunnel, I added a little note here. I caught him a chop. Everything else was Pokemon that I had already uh caught before. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so then this week we're not doing a gym, so we're just pretty much just getting to Lavender Town. Um, otherwise, you got to go all the way to the big city and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. So here we are at Lavender Town, uh, one of the coolest cities I think in the game because once you get there, the music's totally different than the rest of the cities. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So finally, a chance to heal and relax for a bit. The Pokemon necropolis of lavender town is a tiny town but there's a couple of interesting things afoot the mart in the bottom uh right corner sells a ton of great new stuff including revive which cures fainted pokemon and great balls huge yeah then there is the name raider tiffany so and i don't know anyone who ever does this no me so i would like to know if you if you do this so your pokemon yeah yeah, if you'd like to change one of your Pokemon's nicknames, then visit this fellow in his registry office. Of the two touching homes in the town, his is on the right. Rating nickname seems like a very odd occupation, but there's no charge for this service. So how does he make his money? We don't know. It's obviously a labor of love. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind, you can only rename your Pokemon if you're the original owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I've never done it. No. Uh, nope. So uh, then we also find out that Fuji is missing. Um, Mr. Fuji is the head of the volunteer Pokemon Center in Lavender Town, but the elderly gentleman has gone missing from his home in the center of the town. It may be that it's a sudden disappearance has something to do with the strange disturbances in the Pokemon Tower, but there's no telling yet what the connection is. It's best to just push on, but keep your eyes open for clues. And then, of course, there is the Pokemon Tower. Yes. So the source of all the problems appears to be um, in the upper right corner of town in Pokemon Tower. And you will find your rival waiting to ambush you. He did not ambush me this time. I had to walk right up to him. Wow. Yeah. Never happened to me before. So if you want to skip it for now, you'll just start um, stay out of the tower. Um, But the rival battle is ridiculously easy. Mm-hmm. Did you find it to be easy? Yeah, I mean, once like he's really only tough like if you if he catches you off guard and you like are 
like you know, like weak. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh crap. But but typically anytime I catch him full power, it's it's not a it's not an issue. Yeah, I feel like my levels were so much higher than his like this mm. time. Like I think his I think he has a squirtle in my game and his squirtle was only like at a level 25. And I was like, what? Anywho, if you go even further, you'll start running into ghosts and possessed Pokemon psychics. Without a self scope, you'll have to run from the random encounters, but you can fight the psychic um, psychics pets which are ghosts that are incredibly difficult to beat, but psychic Pokemon like Drowsy can shred them with a single blast of confusion or Psybeam. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no point in going any further because you will be turned back at the sixth floor if you don't have the scope. Rumor has it you, you can obtain a Sylph scope in Celadon City. Mm-hmm. So it's time to hit the road again, guys. This time, head mm-hmm. west. Yeah, so that's where we'll be picking up and next time as we move into the big city, big city nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so my team at the end of this, a level 38 Blastoise as he Noise. Mm-hmm. Number nine Blastoise has water spouts that protrude from its shell. The water spouts are very accurate. They can shoot bullets of water with enough accuracy to strike empty cans from a distance of over 160 feet. Because why would you not want to hit those empty cans? Yeah, Blastoise. So yeah, then a level 9 Pidgey who has has still level Uh, (laughs) 9. A level 27 Nidoking. A level 23 Pikachu who unfortunately learned Flash. A level 14 Butterfree and a level 16 Oddish. Oddish. I like and the way you Poke- said that. My Pokedex is 23 at about, dang, 7 hours and 34 minutes. Tiffany's time is quite the opposite. Dude, you're just like crushing through. It's probably because I do a bunch of other stuff while I play. Yeah. that's. Okay. Uh, it's because I'm, I think I'm a little ADD, but it's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. All right. So my team at the end of this around or this chapter, whatever you want to call it, level 24 Nidorina, level 28 Pikachu, level 35 Charmeleon, level 19 Clefairy, level 18 Farfetch'd, or as he is so uh, nicely mm-hmm. renamed Ducks, mm-hmm. and a level 14 Voltorb, which I'm going to get rid of him real quick. I think yeah. I'm going to... I think my plan here, as far as a flying type goes, um, I know that we're going to get some more higher level uh, Pidgeys later on, or I might just catch a Pidgeotto. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, just, I just don't feel like training one up right now. No, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, really, if once I get to the point where it's like a flying type, I think this time I'm going to maybe roll like a Dragonite. Dragon and flying end game. I do like Pidgeot though. Like, I do. As far Pidgeot's as a normal fast, type goes. Yeah. Learns hyper beam, I believe. Yeah. Pretty sick. Yes. I just always use a Pidgeot and so I'm like, I should do something different. So. Yeah. I feel that way too. And I, I've mm-hmm. ne- I usually always will have like a Pidgeotto right now. And I'm like, I don't have, yeah. I don't have that. Um, I know. I'm still thinking about how I want my team to route out. I think I was going to be Blastoise. I'm planning on Arcanine, Nidoking, Raichu. This is tough because I really want Hitmon, one of the Hitmon Lee or Hitmon Chan, but then I wouldn't have Snorlax. So Nidoking may have to go for Snorlax and then have Hitmon Chan. And then I'll have some somebody that can fly. Yeah. That'll probably that'll probably be Dragonite. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Pokedex at this point is 24, and my time crushes Matt's time mm. at 1634. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> I don't know how it got so high. Honestly, it's it it's got to be due to me like just not yeah. focusing on it 100% the whole time. Well, and I I haven't been. I haven't. Mine should be a little bit higher. Mine should probably be like 10 hours. I just haven't been like specifically focusing on catching them all. Which is dumb. Yeah, I have the name of this this series. Right. So, I've I've yeah. been grinding a lot, so I think that mm-hmm. also takes a lot of time. Yeah, I've clearly been using my Bla- or now Blastoise as like my main go to for everything. And she has bite, so I'm just like meow, 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 everything <laughs> comes up. And I'm just such a so much higher level. So Yeah, I could yeah. see that. So all right, guys. Well, yeah. next time around, we're gonna be heading to the big city. I believe getting our rainbow badge. I believe that's the next badge, or it's the marsh yeah. badge. It's one uh, of those. Nope, it is the nope. yeah. So next week will be route seven and eight, Celadon City, um, gym battle with Erica and the rainbow badge. So anyway, where can people find you on the internet, Tiffany? All right. So you can find me on the internet on Twitter at Tiff Swish underscore flick and uh wow here we go we got to list them all right mm-hmm. okay so i got to list them all that's right so you can find me on swish and flick and all harry potter podcast doing a reread of the harry potter series we are almost done with chamber of secrets which is kind of crazy. crazy yeah it's crazy uh, so you can f- uh, follow us there and listen to all the uh, Swish and Flick shenanigans. You can also find me on an all Star Wars podcast called Rebel Watch with Matt and our yeah. friend E Kirk two thousand six, also known as just Ezra Kirk. Mm-hmm. Um, I am doing a, a journey through Star Wars where I am watching the movies, and Ezra and I are breaking them down and getting deep and sweaty. So it's been mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find me pretty much on the internet anywhere at Super Gains Bros. That is my Twitter and Instagram, of course, right here on Box Trick, as Tiffany mentioned on a All Star Wars podcast called Rebel Watch. I also do a political podcast with my buddy Corey called Of the People, a casual political or casual politics podcast. And then you can find me as well on uh, with our good buddy Ezra Kirk on a podcast called Bend the Knee, which is a Song of Ice and Fire or Game of Thrones uh, podcast. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with uh, some more Pokemon adventures. And uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening.